0: hey y'all this is sophie and welcome to episode 66 of the big boo cast we know that it's been a little while since the last one that is by circumstance and not by design but we were so happy to be able to finally sit down a little earlier and talk about all kinds of things. We talked about our kitchens. We talked just a smidge about the election. We talked about skincare, care, of course. We talked about football, of course. And then we also talked about Melanie's new sunny outlook on life. We are really grateful that y'all are here to listen. And we're really thankful that you are always so patient with us. So thanks for being here and welcome to episode 66 we hope y'all really enjoy it hey everybody this is sophie this is boo mama hey it's melanie it's big mama and we are really we're recording this podcast (laughs) in the tiniest pocket of time i don't know if if anybody can appreciate how deeply antagonistic our schedules are at this point in our lives
1: it's insane. I mean, like, I really, I can't even. It's, it's that whole thing. And like tonight, I was so I just got back. I told Sophie I would be home from taking Carolina soccer a little after six, and now it's six twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. So that worked out according to plan. Um, and then I've got to go back. I've got to leave to pick her up at seven fifteen. It's like it's all my little windows. And I was thinking, I was like, they need like a. I mean, I guess I could hire somebody, but they need like an Uber for teens. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean?
0: Yes. <laughs> well, and I took Alex to a junior high basketball game. And and honestly, and like, I left in the middle of the third quarter to get back here. And then mm-hmm. I, uh, one of his friend's mamas is going to bring them home. But it's that kind of thing where I'm scooting out of that basketball game and and then I feel so conspicuous that I'm just, I'm very sorry I have to go record a podcast. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. I'm at, hey, just, I'm gonna nerd it up. I'm going to go home yep. and we'll put on some headphones. But it's just, yep. every day is, you know, is... Is it's crazy.
1: crazy. There's never, I mean, I, I'm driving to soccer every single night. I mean, I I told you, what did you say this at the beginning of this week? You were like, are you, I was like, from four on, I'm out. Like, if it's right. after four, I'm done. Yeah, like,
0: and four is really when I start, when my day <laughs> starts to become a little bit more manageable because we're not, we don't have a sport for another couple of months. Mm
1: hmm. Mm hmm. So, I know, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Well, and then, you know, we've got the whole kitchen is torn up. And so I spent, the rest of the day cleaning out my kitchen and perry demoed out a lot of the cabinets last night including our whole desk area so i went to go find my microphone and my headphones and i was like oh well that cabinet doesn't exist anymore so where are they and of course they were in my bedroom next to my kitchen aid mixer exactly where i remembered putting well, them well of course
0: you know? yes so. Which that's a whole thing that we we both you've got a you've got much more of a a demo situation going on, but we're we both got kitchen projects
1: going on. We have kitchen projects, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness, and it's going to be so worth it. But I mean, right now I'm sitting, so I'm in our playroom <sighs> recording that, this. That's I've Hazel, thought... by the way. She oh, okay. she
0: so wants me to come sit with her, and I I can't. Okay, well, so anyway, I'm okay. sorry.
1: No, so I'm sitting here in my playroom surrounded by all my pots and pans and my cake plates and, you know, just everything. I mean, we everything's displaced right now. So that's the hard part. And you're going to have to do that, too, is mm-hmm. emptying out all the kitchen cabinets. And you have no idea how much stuff you have till you empty out your kitchen cabinets.
0: Well, because David actually told me a couple of days ago, he was like, you know, when the when the countertop people come... And they're going to take off our old countertops,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
0: and all that. And he's like, we have to have everything out of the kitchen cabinets. And in my head, I'm like, it'll take 10 minutes.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's what I (laughs) thought three days ago. That's that's exactly the same thought I had three days ago. And I have been cleaning out ever since.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I have a lot of strengths. No, I don't have a lot of strengths. I have (laughs) some strengths, but estimating time is not one of them. Like I am the worst. Everything to me will take, it'll take 10 minutes. Everything, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's yeah.
1: just. Well, and then you've got to find a place to put it all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like where, I will say Perry had a good suggestion and I did go and do this. I went and bought a whole bunch of Rubbermaid totes at Target and mm-hmm. I put a whole bunch of, I put as much stuff as I could in all these different Rubbermaid totes because I figured we'll use them again later for something. Yes. And that way it's like stuff I could like pack a Rubbermaid tote and move it out of the kitchen.
0: So there, are they coming tomorrow to put your cabinets in?
1: No. Um, okay. No. They're coming. So we had to get the wall demoed because I'm doing one wall. We're having them tear down to shiplap on one wall. And so we needed to get the cabinets off that wall because the guy that's doing it for us is swamped. But he said if we could get that wall ready, he could come Saturday. Okay. So, does so this he,
0: thing, are you going to be doing that thing again where you have like
1: the, the
0: tweezers and you're pulling the little strings out of the shiplap? Because... Because I feel um, like that was the closest I've ever seen you come to being like the main character in the yellow wallpaper. <laughs> you know that story where the woman <laughs> goes around <laughs> the, the edge, it, like makes a, a space in the wallpaper where she walks around the room over and over and over again? Yes. I, mm-hmm.
1: Yes. No, I am not. Because what we discovered is the way that kitchen wall, the wall I wanted to go down to shiplap. And also for insulation reasons, we are going to have him put wood over that wall to mimic shiplap. Well, you can't will mess
0: with your your insulation after everything y'all have done in the last... Well, right. I mean, you can't.
1: Mm-mm. No. And it's really, it's not an outside, it's an interior wall. So it wouldn't, but it's just it also, that wall also runs along our laundry room. And so we were just afraid if you lose, it would be really, it could make our laundry really loud and all that stuff.
0: You can't so. tell me that if that kitchen didn't start to get real hot that Perry Shankle wouldn't think that it was because there was heat from the dryer coming through that shiplap that was not insulated.
1: Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And that was, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, oh, it'll look so great. We'll do this shiplap wall. And then it was funny because Perry had said it and I was like, Ah, eh, it'll be fine. And then Josh, our contractor guy came over the other day and he's like, you know, you're going to lose all the insulation on this wall. And I was like, oh, you know, why do you have to be so practical? So, right. So we're gonna have them put boards over it, but that's probably really for the best. And really that wall, I don't know that that whole wall, actually I know for sure that whole wall isn't original to the house. And so it probably was gonna to have to be rebuilt anyway, even if we had stripped it. It probably has a lot of plywood, not not wood like some of our other rooms do. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, so that's, but it's, it's the cleaning out the kitchen cabinets. And so I feel like this has brought up a lot of questions for me that I would like to discuss. Um,
0: Please, let us discuss them.
1: Well, okay. Number one, how many koozies is too many for one family to have? I think
0: one is too many for one family to have, personally.
1: I'm going to tell you, I bet we have 65 of them. I bet we...
0: Oh. There's nothing. They drive me crazy. (laughs) They drive me crazy. I shove them back behind things. like, Oh. oh, they drive me crazy.
1: Well, I laughed so hard because I'm like, I've never seen, we have them for everything. I mean, like we have them from fishing tournaments, we have them from stuff and we keep them. And you know what I think about when when I was, before I was ever even married, I went to this pharmaceutical sales training and there was this guy that was in the training with me and he had just graduated from college too and he had played football for the University of Kentucky. And they were giving out prizes, like when we'd answer questions right. And so one of the prizes was a koozie. And so he chose the koozie because his, his quote was, you never know when you're going to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, sir. That's right. And I always think about that, him saying, because you never know when you're going to entertain. Right. Hey, so. let, me, let me get you my finest koozie. Yeah, I'm going to get mm-hmm. you my finest koozie. And I'm, the good news is we could have 65 people over who all would like a cold beer or some other beverage in a koozie, and we can we can accommodate that. So, because you never know when you're going to entertain.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, so, <clears> get those okay, suckers then, out for Thanksgiving.
1: And then here's my other question, and you're different from me in this because I think you're a little more Southern traditional, um, and you were probably raised better. <laughs> um But I have all this china and like silver and like silver trays. And I remember like when after Perry and I had like got married and like we got gifts and everything that I really agonized over how many silver trays I needed to return and how many I needed to keep. Like and apparently I felt I was going to need upwards of like eight to ten silver trays. Mm -hmm. Yes, an array of silver trays for all the entertaining we were going to do. And you don't. What do you do with all that stuff? And do people still register for that stuff when they get married now?
0: I don't think they do. I'm gonna okay. tell you why I don't think they do. And I apologize for Hazel, by the way. She's making all kinds of noise because she is needy and um insistent that I. She wants me to sit with her. But I was actually at a bridal shower this past Sunday afternoon, and we mm-hmm. had a big discussion about this. Okay. Hazel also would <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: Hazel Hazel
0: has some thoughts about it, but no, they don't, they don't register for that kind of stuff. And we were talking about that. Like they'll register for China, like at Bed Bath & Beyond or, you know, some practical like Pottery Barn Uh or whatever. Uh Like everyday wear. Yeah. Like everyday stuff, but they don't Uh go, I mean, people will give them, you know, sometimes like a, you know, if a family has a certain kind of silver pattern or whatever, I think, you know, every once in a while they'll get some of that, but it's not anything like when we got married and you had to have like your, you know, I had a a fine china pattern, I had an everyday pattern, I had a second everyday pattern that was more, one was more fall and winter, one was more Mm. spring and summer, Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. don't, they don't do that anymore. Which okay. it's probably wise. So
1: I'm well, so sorry. I think, I think it's so smart. And I think, because here's my thing I, I love my china. I still think it's really pretty. I would pick out the same thing again today. Mm-hmm. But I said, if I found out, which I'm not, but if I were hosting Thanksgiving tomorrow, my idea being fancy is I would go get some really festive Thanksgiving themed paper plates. I mean, like, that's about where I am now. Like, and I know that. You know, that's the time to set a table, but I just, I can't help but feel like that's just going to be a lot of work when the meal is over.
0: Well, um, thank you, Hazel. Okay, so here's the conclusion we came to at the shower. Okay. Because I was talking to other, other people about this whole thing, about all the stuff we registered for when we got married, mm-hmm. is that pretty much now, I would need a set of everyday dishes. Yes. And then I would like for somebody to give me a set of about 20 melamine plates. Yes. <laughs> you know what I yes. mean? The Mm -hmm. plates we use more than anything else, and this is terrible, but the plates we use more than anything else are some melamine Christmas plates that I got at Target 90% off for $0.10 a piece (laughs) about 10 years ago. But they're such a good size. Mm
1: -hmm. And you can't Mm
0: -hmm. break them. I mean. Yeah. I know.
1: I know. I mean, I feel like I never, I feel like the only time I even use, and I did go like I'm trying to think it was before Caroline was born and my everyday pattern that I had picked out had gotten really dated because of course I picked out something that was super trendy and I hated the sight of it. And so I went and got pottery barn. So now I have that pottery barn, Emma, which is the one with like the raised beading around the plates, Yes, I love which, you that. know, mm-hmm. yeah. And so now I've had it for 14 years and I still like it too, because it's classic. It doesn't go out of style, whatever. But even now, I mean, we use paper plates, All the time. I just feel like that is, I mean, paper towels, paper plates. I'm just, I can't. And even like if I'll put out a glass plate, I mean, everybody knows it's like, Oh, we're out of paper plates.
0: (laughs) you are got very fancy, very fancy. We're very,
1: we're very fancy. We are very fancy. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, but I, all that China and silver. And I thought the thing is, is I was like, I, you don't get rid of it. No, but Mm -hmm. by the same token, it's like, I'm just, I'm just carting it around. Like I'm, you know. I,
0: yeah, I think if nothing else because I I thought about that the other day. I thought when you use it is when people get married and you throw parties. That's when you, that's the only time you use it. Like the you know, yeah. like the, the the silver trays and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't use a lot of paper. I mean I don't ever buy paper plates. Well, y'all are environmentally friendly. <laughs> I it's just because I like mama always used like she always would set a table, you know, she always used cloth napkins, which I've never done that, but the—I mm-hmm. um, don't know. I—I just—I've got you know, I've got my wedding china, I've got Christmas china, I've got two everyday patterns, I've got china that Martha gave me. I mean, wow. I we could—I I know
1: you were chock full. <laughs> I know,
0: and so it's—it's a—it's a lot, as Martha would say.
1: Yes, yes, but it is. I, I just, I wondered about that. I just, so that, so that was my second question. It was about China and silver. And okay. if, and if girls still register for that, my third question is, does anybody really use a cookbook anymore?
0: Well, I think that I thought about that not too long ago about how I used to love to get a new cookbook and read mm-hmm. it. And Me I think, too. I think they do. I do think okay. they do, like, in terms of, especially I think people do if there's a certain kind of cooking they want to familiarize themselves with. Like, oh, if I was suddenly good. wanting mm-hmm. to go, if I was wanting to go all paleo or whatever, which, mm-hmm. you know, we did one time for three days and realized we couldn't yes. be really stressing. And that was that. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> But I do think, like, if you're going to go all paleo or if somebody in your family has a certain, like, a dietary need, you're more likely yes. to buy a cookbook to help you acclimate to that. But, like, for day-to-day stuff, I get online.
1: Me, too. That's what I thought. I was like, if I, like, all my new recipes, like, i never, and I've gotten new cookbooks, you know, since then, either as gifts or whatever. But, like, I don't ever think about going there to look for. I, I go online and look for whatever it is I'm wanting to make.
0: But, like, for a wedding gift, like, I'll give, like, one of Ree's cookbooks in a heartbeat. Just because I think that's a fun thing to have, especially Mm -hmm. for newlyweds or young mamas or whatever. I don't know why I think that. But they feel like keepsakes to me, I think.
1: I agree. Well, and I think hers are because, well, uh, part of this is because I just got rid of a tremendous amount of cookbooks that I owned. Um, So, but I kept... Olleries, because I do reference those. I have certain ones that I'm like, I do have, even if it's just one or two recipes, that's where that recipe is. So Mm -hmm. I use it like I've got a cookbook that I'm keeping just because that's my pecan pie recipe is in that cookbook.
0: Well, I've got to clean out the cabinet that I have all my cookbooks in. So I was actually, I was thinking about that recently, about how, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a different time.
1: Yeah, and I think it's because the way my kitchen was is I used to have like open shelving on one side of my kitchen island, and that's where all my cookbooks were. So I kept them all because that was what made sense to display there. But I'm not going to have that. So I'm like, so then I'm really taking up valuable space somewhere inside of cabinets to keep cookbooks.
0: So are you taking out your whole island?
1: Yeah. Is but it, I'm putting in a new one. I mean, we're just reconfiguring it.
0: Okay, so is, is it going to be the same size?
1: it's going to be the same size. Um, it's going to be the same size, but we're redoing the way the cabinets were done in it. And it's going to be shaped a little different. Like it's going to have more of a, a bar type at the end of it where like bar stools actually slide kind of under it. Okay. If that makes sense.
0: Is your cooktop still going to be on your island?
1: My cooktop is still good. We are not reconfiguring the layout of my kitchen. Okay. Same for Uh, us. Yeah. Yeah. We're not reconfiguring the layout. The cooktop's still going to be on there, but we're doing a wood it's going to be a wood countertop on the Island,
0: which I love.
1: Yeah. Which I think will be great. So, um, so anyway, so that's, that's that, but, um, but hopefully all of it is going to be figured up in a way where I'm going to have much better storage. Good. Yeah. And that's, so I can keep all my China and silver. So that's,
0: (laughs) and you can hold on to it for 10 more years until you start throwing showers for Caroline's friends.
1: Exactly. And then I'll have all this nice stuff. And, you know, so that's why I also kept like a, You know, I had this like Tiffany ice bucket and I'm like, I can honestly say in almost 20 years of marriage, I've never used that Tiffany ice bucket, but there's always a time. There's always, you never know.
0: You never Uh know when you might want to put out some little ice tongs and let Uh people mix a beverage.
1: I may end up wishing I had a punch bowl before it's all said and done.
0: (laughs) Right. Listen, mama, we, we, um, you know, we're going to my hometown for Thanksgiving and we're going to have it at mom and daddy's house, but mama had like. She has this sterling silver coffee urn that oh. was specifically like for teas and stuff. Mm. And, you know, I can kind of remember thinking, well, I guess that's one of those things that you get when you're a grown up. But I can honestly say I have never not one time had cause to use a silver coffee urn of any sort. Like, I think we, no. just, we do things differently now.
1: Yeah, I think it's just everything's a little more society in general is more casual now. Yes, it is. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Mm -hmm. which is sometimes a good thing and sometimes a bad thing. I mean, if we could go all the way back to where I could wear a hat every day, but we're not going to, that's that day is gone. Do you miss the hats? Well, (laughs) I never knew the hats, but it looks nice. Well, you know, I've been watching the crown on Netflix, right?
0: Yes. Which is like, that's my reward. You know, I'm more up and I've got a writing thing I'm working on and that is my reward when I finish.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, do you remember how we talked about, like, was it in the finale of Downton Abbey, how they had, like, the tea time on the lawn? They had, like, cocktail hour on the lawn with the drink cart and the it whole was so thing. so
0: civilized, yes.
1: Yes. I just, well, I'm going to tell you that last night's episode, and this is will not ruin anything, but they were getting ready for what they thought was going to be a state dinner at the palace, at Buckingham Palace, mm. and they showed, like, the, the, the staff setting that table and the flower arrangements and the whole thing, and I thought... It it made me glad I had China and silver because I thought maybe I'm going to mimic that on a small scale at some point. It was the most fantastic, incredible <sighs> thing you've ever seen. I mean, like, and I keep hearing people talk about The Crown, and this is what I will say. I cannot even imagine what they spent on all these different aspects of what they are portraying. It is unbelievable. I can't wait. can't wait. It's so wait. good. It's so good. I mean, it's just, and some of the storylines, I'm like, yeah, I don't even know that I care. I just, the clothes. Right. And the hats just and let the, me
0: watch. I just want to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And
1: just into their accents and the whole thing. It's just, it's delightful. So I highly recommend The Crown if anybody has not started watching it yet. I can't It's wait. a must. Mm-hmm. It's a must. So um, unless you don't like British or royalty or, you know, England, in which case, probably not your thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Maybe pass. Maybe pass on that. Maybe, I don't know, watch the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt instead or something. I don't know.
0: So what else is going on? The world is um, certainly an uneventful place lately.
1: Yes. Yes. We've had a lot of changes since our last podcast. (laughs) We've had
0: a lot lot, lot going on. Um, Yes. we have.
1: Well, I think everybody, it's like, what'd you say yesterday? I mean, I think everybody really would have predicted that in 2016, Five years ago yes. people would have said, I bet two thousand sixteen will be the year that Prince dies and David Bowie dies and Donald Trump is president Yes. And,
0: yes. Um, how many how many times as a as a teenager in the yeah in the late eighties did I think, Oh, I bet that Donald Trump I bet one day <laughs> he'll be our president?
1: Yep, yep. I mean I think it all feels real predictable <laughs> at this point.
0: <laughs> we are we are all, we don't know it, but we are all trapped in a Kurt Vonnegut novel. We're all, <laughs> we're just, it's, we're it's just, just characters and.
1: It's just bizarre. Oh, it's just, it's I know the whole thing. It's like, just, I feel like it's just one thing after another. Yes. Yes, it so, is.
0: We can just leave that right there.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that's, what's been going on. Um, other than that, all I know is if it doesn't happen between either here or Caroline's school or here or where she practices soccer, I probably have not seen it. Um, I, listen, I'm telling you what, I, um,
0: I mean, here's, here are the big things that have happened with us since last we podcasted. Okay. Um, Oprah's favorite things came out on Amazon and oh, it yeah, I didn't even that. Well, okay. and I was in such a dark place this was pre election, but I was in such a dark place just about my options that yeah. I ordered a pasta pot um because oh. it was one of Oprah's favorite things where it's like a it's a it's ceramic and like somehow to me in the moment it made it all better yeah, um, well, it's a ceramic, not ceramic, but it's a a pot and it's got holes in the lid, so you cook your pasta and the put the top on and then you can turn it upside down, and all the water drains, oh. Instead of a colander. I don't know that it's even necessary, but they had it in orange, and I couldn't resist it, so I bought that.
1: I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I feel like that's almost like a a famous saying, that when life is bad, get yourself an orange pasta pot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When you are scared to death for your country, buy an orange pasta pot.
1: Get an orange Um, pasta
0: pot. So, I got a pasta pot. Um... And I'm really not so doom and gloom as I pretend to be. Maybe a little bit, but not
1: not nearly as bad as it sounds. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say I am not doom and gloom at all.
0: I'm so proud of you.
1: Well, and not not for any, I just, I feel optimistic in general. I feel like at some point people have to quit being angry. And I feel like I've I've really thought about this and I've told you, like, I just feel like we need to kind of all try to be optimistic because (laughs) right now we've well, I, I wish I found some music I would play in the background <laughs> right now. Some kind of tuba medley. I would do, cue it I up. Think you, I think you need to hope for the best until it appears that it's the worst. That's what I think. <laughs> I think
0: I think that's a great strategy. I think, I think uh, yes, we, we hope for the best until it all burns down. I think that's a
1: great strategy. Okay. Hey, hold on one second. Okay, um, it, okay I'm back. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Um, well, Perry's on his way to a uh, school board meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where he's going. So he came in, and I thought maybe he just wanted me to see that he looks nice in his suit. Um, but he needed to know where, but like everybody does before school board meeting, he needed to know where I'd put his flashlight and his lip balm. So that's Yes. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I didn't really know where either one of them were. But I'm so glad that he takes a tiny flashlight to a school board meeting in case you there's a power know. outage. You, you don't never know. know. You, you never don't, really don't. See, Perry is one. He hopes for the best. But he's also <laughs> prepared for the worst. He's prepared for the
0: worst. That's what I was saying. You hope for the best until it all burns down.
1: And then... And then you go, but I think that you have to kind of have, because I think that's why we had these college kids that needed to bring in these labradoodles for therapy, is we've just become such a pessimistic society, and I am really, I can't even say it with a straight face. I I really- I'm, I'm so excited that you're going to, though. Like, I'm, I'm giddy like, about, about what you're
0: about to say. It feels like it's a very special episode of the Big new test. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hold on. Let's get Kirk Cameron. Hold on. <laughs>
1: I feel like I really am trying to believe that things are going to work out for the best. I so
0: appreciate that.
1: I am going to tell you. You know, Caroline accused me the other day that she said, "Do I just spend all day looking for motivational statements online?" Because (laughs) I told
0: her that the other day, Alex asked me if I was going to be sad for a long time.
1: We've gone to opposite ends of the spectrum because I really had just told her, I said, I'm going to tell you something. I said, you miss a hundred percent of the goals that you don't shoot for. And she was like, are you just at home looking stuff up online all
0: day? You've become Mike Brady. Like, you know how in the Brady Bunch movie, you would do the convoluted motivational statements. Yes.
1: That is, that's, that's who I am. But I think I've gotten so tired of the gloom and doom that I can't, oh, it's made me it's made me whiplash into this oddly optimistic person, which is really not my normal go-to, but it's just, it's where I am right now. I'm like, I'm tired of the gloom and doom. I'm I, so delighted
0: by it. I'm well, so delighted by it.
1: I'm just believing that it's all going to be for the best. I just, I, I think, chin up, America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never been happier than I am in this moment. <laughs> I've never been happier.
1: Oh, but you know what part of it is too, is it's having a 13 year old daughter because the last two days I've picked Caroline up from school and she has had a lot. I mean, she had like a two part algebra test that took two days and a history exam that was like comprehensive and all this stuff. But she's just gotten in the car and she's just been so like the world is ending. And Mm -hmm. I, my knee jerk reaction is no, that is not going to be our attitude. (laughs) Buck up. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. mm-hmm. that's it that's why so I'm apparently I'm now I'm turning into a Pollyanna so
0: well I will say you do have to have some motivational tactics in your back pocket with a teenager you have to have you've, you You got to have a go-to like as far as yes. I, I, I find myself really tickled at myself sort of <laughs> about 15 minutes after I really you know get after it in terms of you know a we're getting ready for a test or whatever. Like
1: mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm.
0: things I never dreamed I'd say.
1: No, you can't even imagine that you're sitting there saying this stuff, but it's mm-hmm. just, it you just can't, sometimes I just can't take all the sorrow. It just, it just kills me. So um just that the world is ending. I mean, like she got in the car tonight and then I told her all day cause she had that algebra test. And I said, but just think, I said, you'll finish that test. And I said, and then you're done. I said like, just tomorrow will be like nothing, whatever. And she got in the car date, and it was like the first thing she did. She goes, well, I have a Spanish quiz tomorrow. And it was like, rah, rah. You know, it just. It's like, well. And you said, excellente. Excellente. Let's try my heart. Does that work? Try my heart. That is try stra- my I don't trauma know. Har. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. One of those. So. Anyway, so that, that is that. So, um, but yeah, I think having a teenager is just a whole thing. Yes, yes, indeed it is. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed and then they is. also mock you. So then it's like, you're not only are you trying to be your very best optimistic self, but they want to make fun of you for doing it.
0: Oh, Alex has an impersonation of me that is really like crazy accurate. I mean, it's, <laughs> um, I mean, he, if I, if I were to summon him right now, he would delight <laughs> And
1: making that thing public, but it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's humbling. Uh, I have to tell you what happened to, speaking of teenagers, um, my friend Jamie, um, her her son is a freshman. And I'm not going to use his name, but he was, um uh, one night she had gone up to his room and the younger brother had come down and said, hey, he's on Snapchat. He's just up there. He says he's doing his homework, but he's on Snapchat and he's on Facebook and he's blah, 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 blah. And so she went up there to see. And she was like, is that what you're going to do? And she was like, hey, you have a big day tomorrow. So make sure that, you know, you blah, 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 blah. And like kind of went through his whole thing or whatever. Well, then her younger son comes down again and he's like, hey, mom, now you're on Snapchat. Oh, yes, she
0: is. Yes, she is. And she goes,
1: What? And he said, yeah, you're, and she goes, where, show me. And he said, I don't know. A friend of mine just texted me and said, your mom's on Snapchat. (laughs) And so her older son had been Snapchatting with this girl. And so she had put a Snapchat of Jamie saying, you have a, and it had written on it, you have a big day tomorrow. (laughs) And then put like, (sighs) His name is not Howard, but she was like, Howard's mom. You have a big day tomorrow. And I thought, well, now we're just all being mocked. We're being mocked by kids we don't even know. Yeah,
0: we're being publicly mocked on social media.
1: For wanting to tell our kids you have a big day tomorrow. So I was like, oh, and I t- when she told me, I mean, I was crying laughing because I was like, Jamie was just the coolest. I mean, you know, and I'm like, oh, I can't even believe
0: you know that celebrity mom translator thing where it's that it was on Saturday Night Live. I linked to it on my blog a thousand times, but Hi. where a mom would be trying to talk to their their yes. child about a celebrity, and um, yes. it's like it's Kim Carabon, and they were like, "No, mom, it's Kim Kardashian." That's me. I can't keep <laughs> I can't keep these names straight. I don't know who these famous people are right now. I don't know I don't know who they are. Like, and I have always been. I have prided myself on my pop culture I know. knowledge. and I, I don't have any idea, like no idea.
1: But they're all the same They're though. all the same. You know what I mean? That's it. Is There's not one, they all look the same to me. They all sound the same. I don't, which I, this is just, this isn't really helping my case for how with it, because I'm like, that's pop culture, but it just feels so like, I don't get it. I'm like, y'all all sound the same. You all look the same. I don't know what differentiates you. <sighs> goodness so I don't know maybe I'm just bitter because Aggie football is tanked I I don't know you're not bitter because chin up America but (laughs) we play UTSA this weekend so that that feels like it's going to be a win
0: we play Arkansas and you know I always hate the Arkansas game
1: oh that to me I hate that game more than any game we Mm -hmm. play all year long so because they beat they beat your team up they
0: beat your team up that offensive line is huge and yeah um, you know, it has not been a great year, okay. Now we can talk about something super happy, and I'm really not demigod okay. about our country, by the way. I feel like I need to point that out. I just, uh, just to be quite frank, I didn't feel like I had a candidate in this election. Uh, that, that's...
1: I, I yeah, and I think that's kind of how a lot of people felt, mm-hmm. so um, you know, but
0: just but the chin up,
1: chin up, <laughs> <laughs> chin up, America. We need to get some sharks made, chin up, America.
0: Um, the next thing you know, you're going to be telling somebody to turn that frown upside down. That's right. Uh, um, listen, put me out of my misery if I start saying that. So Mississippi State, you know, has not had we have not had our best year, but uh, well, I, well, I will <laughs> tell you, you had a pretty doggone year. We had a good Saturday, October thirtieth or yeah, whatever that was. Um, but and and I feel like we can talk about this because you are also in this in on this train with me. Doug
1: Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean. Oh, I'm, I feel like that has become, and I'm going to tell you something. I haven't been a Cowboys fan in years. I mean, other than watching Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders on CMT, which of course, but like in terms of just the actual Cowboy organization, not since the days of Tom Landry, have I been a Cowboys fan? Not even, I didn't even get on the bandwagon for the Troy Aikman years. Yes. If that is such a thing.
0: Well, you know, and I, I have never taken part in any professional football I am telling uh-huh. you, like, every Sunday I'm like, Cowboys are playing. Like I like it's it's become this it's it's become my bright spot as far as football goes. And I know it could they could, you know, they could lose every game from here on out. But I have always enjoyed watching Dak Prescott lead. Like that was what was yeah. so fun about him at state was because you knew any time he was in the game you had a shot.
1: Yes, because yes, of he and leads. see, yep, yep, I know, and he's, well, and I have enjoyed, because I'm like, he's a good, you can just tell he's got a good head on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and I love seeing people like that get ahead, because sometimes it feels like just a bunch of fruit Loops, or the people that are getting ahead, and it's nice to see a young man who is principled, and has character, and integrity, have success.
0: Yes, and I feel like, and I think this is how most people feel about him, who are over the age of 35. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel so proud of him. Like, I, I feel, I have such maternal, like, I'm so proud of him. And so, yes. like, the on Monday, the all the Cowboys rookies went and they served at the Salvation Army in Dallas. And somebody was interviewing him and they said something about, um, I don't know what they asked him, but he said, you know, my whole deal is I'm all about building relationships with people and and getting to know people. And I was... I mean, suddenly I was 109 years old and was like, well, that is the most refreshing thing I have heard from a 23 year old in a long time. Like, yeah. I don't know. He just, um, he is so fun to watch. And it's still so fun to watch him lead, even to watch him lead all these veteran guys, you know, who Uh have played for a long time.
1: Uh So Uh that has been a
0: delight and a joy.
1: I agree. I've been very happy for him. And I did you. Well, I know you saw it because it was I think Daphne had retweeted it on Twitter. But I got so tickled that picture. And it said I, we should all have someone that looks at us the way Jerry Jones looks at Dak Prescott. <laughs> yes, I did see it. <laughs> and I got so tickled by that. It made me laugh so hard because I was like, well, it's a little creepy. But I think there's some truth there, too. Well, so
0: when you think about it, Tim, and, he went in the fourth round. Yeah. And, you know, there's a video. I'll have to send you the link if you haven't seen Or maybe you're the one who told me about it. But there's a video of when, of, of Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett and, um and I don't know, some of the, the operations people. Scott Linehan, he's there. I think that's how you say his name. He's the offensive coordinator guy calling him to tell him that he was going to be a Dallas Cowboy. Mm, and so I have not can, seen that. You can hear him on the phone But I don't know. It's the neatest thing. And then there's another video that somebody filmed of him on the other end of it, and you can. So I I don't know. I'm so proud of him. Like he is.
1: He's just been phenomenal. See, that's a bright spot in 2016. There's always shut up, America. Shut up, America. (laughs) There's always a bright spot. Sunny days are always ahead.
0: You know what it is? It's because you watch Parks and Rec, and suddenly you're Leslie Knope. Yes. yes, yes. (laughs) It's.
1: It is. It's the, the partisan and day I I yes. Yeah. We're going to. The best days are always ahead. So put that sadness behind you. So, it makes me so happy. It makes me. Was, mm-hmm. this, is, this is being spoken by a person who I'm not even kidding you. When we were, last weekend, Gully and I, you know, went to College Station and we went to go watch the A&M Ole Miss game. And I knew, you know how you know, like I knew by the end of the third quarter, I thought this really doesn't really seem like it's going our way. Like right, this was yeah. bad to me. And um, and I was getting increasingly frustrated. And by the time we got home, because, you know, Honey and Big, her parents are equally is, you know, voracious Aggie fans. I mean, we're all so intense. And so by the time we got home, we'd all talked ourselves into such a tizzy and a frenzy about Aggie football that I really could not sleep for just, <laughs> like analyzing and dissecting like what is the problem like where did it all go yes where did all go wrong and then I had to like I woke up the next morning after this fitful night's sleep and I was like you know what really doesn't affect my life one iota is Aggie football like I need to like it really it's fun when they Mm -hmm. win I mean that was great I mean if memory serves that was we had a great time in September and October but I was like it really doesn't it doesn't impact my day-to-day life like it just it, but I I I got in a real, I got in a downward spiral about it. So shut up, Aggies. Shut up, Aggies. But I'm better now because we're playing UTSA right. this weekend, and I feel pretty confident about a victory. Now Thanksgiving against LSU, meh, maybe not. You know, but that's I love okay. that game. I love
0: that game. You know, I lo- I love. You know how I feel about the Tigers. I mean, you know, I just yeah. I love them. But I love the LSU A&M game, and I love the LSU Ole Miss game. Those are my my two favorite non-Mississippi State games of the, of the year.
1: Okay. Well, I'm hoping, I mean, you know, I'm, I still feel, but here's the good thing. See, I'm back to being optimistic. I believe we could beat LSU. I do too. I, I sure I do. Think we could. I think we could, but I think it's just going to depend on a lot of factors. So I'm real sad about Trevor Knight. I feel like, and I, oh,
0: me too.
1: I've just been, cause he's a good guy, you know, mm-hmm. and I felt like it was such a poetic, I felt like it was, I don't know. I had a whole scenario in my mind where what if he comes and has this phenomenal year and he ends up winning the Heisman and we play for it. And it was just out of the blue. You know, I'd written like the the whole movie for it was going to be, and just that's not really the way it has gone.
0: Well, you know what it is Why we get so obsessed with it, when it's good at Mississippi state and Texas A&M, it's because it's hope. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> and yes. we
0: traditionally have, have not had a lot of, really crazy successful
1: like national yeah. championship
0: season yeah, we're, we're like,
1: yeah we're, but see the cubs won the world series this that's year right. though which
0: means there's time
1: for all of us that's
0: right yeah you talk about something that i needed it, it, like to have never really watched professional baseball much either that whole cubs thing was great fun
1: it was so fun it was so fun and that last game i mm-hmm. felt like america we all came together i know over the we cubs. needed that
0: in the in the worst mm-hmm. way but mm-hmm. i think that as aggies and bulldogs when things are going well you're just you're you're so f- full of hope and then you've got that thing in the back of your mind that says it's not going to last forever it's not going to yeah. last forever so you got to seize it
1: while it's there uh-huh 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 but it was a glorious i mean that that twenty four hours that we were ranked number four in the college football playoffs was just glorious. Well, that was you know
0: that's that was... the same though. We we were <laughs> state. That year we were number one two years ago. Yeah. And then we were yeah. we were in the the first seating of the college football playoffs. Yeah. And then Alabama beat us.
1: Yeah. It's just listen, it was it was just, you know, it was glorious. It was a glorious time. Mm-hmm. So um, now it seems like I had something else. Oh, you know what we needed to talk about? And cause you, you've had people ask you and I've had people and is my Rodan and Fields. Yes.
0: Yes. Because I actually uh, texted you about it.
1: Yes. So here's what I'm going to say. I really have just now finished about probably six weeks on it. I have to say that I was very cynical about it because that was before my new optimistic outlook on life right. began yes. when I started. Um, I think it's working really well. Well, I am so That's tickled to hear say. that. Yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like, well, I'll tell you this. Gully asked me like three weeks ago if I had gone and gotten Botox behind her back. Okay. And well, I, I will lied. say,
0: I thought the two of you in your picture from the a game this past weekend, I thought y'all looked just as young and fresh-faced. Well,
1: thank, well, thank you so much. That You're might so... have been Instagram. That might have been more about Instagram filters, but hey, I'll take it. Hey, a win's a win, sister. Yeah. A win I'll is take... a win. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Um, no, I think, well, you know Gully broke her arm. Like, did I tell you that? Well, like two even, weeks ago? No, but
0: I picked it up, up. Like somebody commented on Facebook or something. And I was like, oh, I guess Gully has broken her yeah, arm.
1: She broke her arm. Yeah. So I had to curl her hair for her on Saturday before we uh-huh. went to the game. So, um, but I think that Rodan and Fields, It. I, 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 I will say I feel like my brown spots are lighter. And I know that I say that a lot. <laughs> but what I was really the stuff?
0: do. What was the stuff a couple of years ago? That- sense yes uh, Frank so I, I use not, that
1: Frank, uh, I really but this feels a little more legit okay. so I just reordered um I will say I already have somebody that I buy my Rodanin fields for for so yes. I don't need any yes. I don't need any thank thank you but I'm good so I've hesitated because I feel like I'd heard so much about it that I was really cynical so here's here's what I'm gonna say the long-term verdict is still out. I will say it is as good as anything else I have used, okay. if not a little better at this point. And you like the face roller thing? That face roller thing feels like a game changer. Okay. I, I do have to say, because you, you roll your face with that deal, and then you put on your Retin-A and your like vitamin E or whatever it is, and okay. I think it makes a difference. Okay. Like it soaks into your skin or something. Mm-hmm. So, it's like it's like when you make a
0: cake and then you punch it with a fork. Yes, and that's then it. It's like making a tres leches.
1: <laughs> I'm making a tres feches Is what I'm doing. I hope that's not a dirty word in Spanish. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's, if it's not was.
0: either, but it was a real quick pun. <laughs> so I'm, I'm appreciative of that. Well, okay, so, so and you're
1: and you're using the which one of the I use, I'm using the is it I'm getting I think it's the refi- ref, refine refine redefine refine it's not the reverse because I think the reverse hold on I'm going to go to the website to make sure because I don't want to say I am using the redefine okay is what I'm using and that's for like brown spots and uneven skin tone and all that stuff the reverse no wait hold on back up I'm wrong I'm using the reverse yes reverse I'm using the reverse Okay. So the redefine is for lines and pores and firmness. The reverse is for sun damage and all that stuff. Okay. So that's it. So, but you can go on, you can go to their site and take a little test and it'll tell you what you need based on your biggest skincare concerns. Let me also say, I'm not selling Rodan and right. Fields. I'm not interested in ever selling it. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying that I do think it's good. So I'm here's the, here's the good news. I bet you, I bet each of you listening, if you're within the sound of my voice right now, I bet each of you know 65 different Rodan and Field skincare consultants that could hook you up right. with Rodan Mel- and
0: Fields. Melanie's got a koozie for every one of them. That's right. I've got every single one. I'm going to go to my house. <laughs> yep, that's right. Okay, I've got some, I, I know, I know you've got to go, but but two quick things. Yes. Okay. what? One is. Um, Christmas music, which you know, I I really I I wait till after Halloween's over, but I'm I get pretty nonstop Christmas music when yes, even though it's 109 degrees every day, um, and we haven't had rain and since Alex was a small child, but um, yeah. the Leslie Odom Jr.
1: which okay Leslie Odom Jr.
0: Said. was played Aaron Burr in Hamilton, which was how I first
1: mm okay heard
0: him sing. But his Christmas album, it's called Simply Christmas. It is so beautiful. I cannot even describe how beautiful and and it is. It's kind of jazzy. It's real loud. It's perfect.
1: So Okay. All right. I'm putting that on my list because you had, you had said that. You had told me that a couple of nights ago mm-hmm. and then I saw somebody tweet about it. I can't remember who, but somebody tweeted about it today and I was like, oh, it, there's a buzz. There's a buzz. Amanda
0: Williams mentioned it, I, I think, yesterday on Twitter, and then I put it back on Instagram today because I it is so good. As is Christy Knuckles' New Christmas.
1: Oh, album. I, now that one I love. I've been listening to it, and it is some kind of good. It is
0: beautiful. That whole the way it starts, mm-hmm. that 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 the first, the King is coming.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll mm-hmm. Like,
0: it, it'll kind of make you stand up for Christmas. Yeah, it, really yeah, will. it is.
1: It is good, good, good. I'm, I was super excited about that, and it did not disappoint. It's mm-hmm. it lives up to the hype.
0: It sure does.
1: Yeah, so it's good.
0: Just did my two two
1: suggestions okay. for
0: Christmas music.
1: Okay. Well, I'm I'm about to get in my car right now. I'll listen to it on my way to soccer practice. Okay. So, well, if nothing no. else,
0: we've established um, that nobody needs a bunch of fine china anymore. And no. And chin up. And chin up, America. Brighter Mm
1: -hmm. days are ahead. That's right. So I believe it. Okay, well,
0: we're going to try to do another one of these before, you know, two months passes by, but.
1: Yeah, well, I think we've got Christmas break on the horizon, so surely we can find some time, and I think our schedule, I I keep saying, but I do think it slows down, so I'm just going to go put my microphone next to my KitchenAid in my bedroom again, (laughs) so I'll be able to find it, along with Perry's tiny flashlight and his lip balm, so we'll be ready all things. All the things. All right. All the things. All right. Bye everybody. We'll talk
0: to y'all later. Bye.
1: <laughs> Chin up, America. <laughs>